and I thought of death. And while I thought, the sea crept higher till it reached my door. And I knew then there was neither flight, not death, nor drowning, that when the sea comes calling, you stop being good neighbors, well-acquainted, friendly at a distance neighbors, and you give your house for a coral castle, and you learn to breathe underwater. The original cassette recordings continued to move over the years, eventually becoming CDs, and morphed into a second set of talks called How Do We Breathe Underwater, done over 15 years later. People continued to encourage me to put some of these ideas into written form, so with some added growth and experience, here is my attempt. I hope it can offer all of us some underwater breathing lessons for a culture and a church that often appears to be drowning without knowing it. But now do not despair. What Ortega y Gassat calls the state of mind of the shipwrecked is perhaps a necessary beginning point for any salvation from such drowning. Connecting the Gospel and the Twelve Steps Although in this book I will first look at the trapped individual, I will also try to point out the very similar parallels in institutions, cultures, and nations. As organizational consultant and psychotherapist Anne Wilson Schaaf said many years ago, our society itself shows all the signs of classic addiction. I began to wonder whether addiction could be one very helpful metaphor for what the biblical tradition called sin. I personally am convinced that is the case, which might be the first foundational connection between the gospel and the 12-step program. How helpful it is to see sin, like addiction, as a disease, a very destructive disease, instead of merely something that is culpable or punishable or something that made God unhappy. If sin indeed made God unhappy, it was because God desires nothing more than our happiness and the willing healing of our disease. The healing ministry of Jesus should have made that crystal clear. Healing was about all that he did, with much of his teaching illustrating the healings and vice versa. It is rather amazing that this did not remain at the top of all church agendas. As Carol Bielek says in her poem, we cannot stop the drowning waters of our addictive culture from rising, but we must at least see our reality for what it is, seek to properly detach from it, and build a coral castle and learn to breathe underwater. The New Testament called it salvation or enlightenment. The 12-step program called it recovery. 
The trouble is that most Christians push this great liberation off into the next world, and many twelve-steppers settle for mere sobriety from a substance instead of a real transformation of the self. We have all been the losers as the result, waiting around for enlightenment at gunpoint or death instead of enjoying God's banquet much earlier in life. The 12-step program parallels, mirrors, and makes practical the same messages that Jesus gave us. But now, without as much danger of spiritualizing the message and pushing its effects into a future and metaphysical world, by the fourth century, Christianity had become the official religion of the Roman Empire, which left us needing to agree on its transcendent truth claims. For example, that Jesus is God, and God is Trinity. Mary